I'm Dakota Arsenault, host of ContraZoom Pod. Today, I have the honor to be joined by Benjamin Bellor, the writer and director of the short film Beautiful Stranger that is currently playing at the Academy of Death Racers Film Festival. I'm sure if you are watching this interview, you have seen Benjamin's film, but I'll give a brief plot synopsis regardless. Romain is a 30-something stuck in a taxi on his way to catch a train. He's having a fight on the phone with his long-term boyfriend and, boyfriend, and he gets broken up with. The driver throws him out, and Romain decides to get a room at a hotel. Once there, the shy, insecure man decides to fire up a dating app, and a mysterious and attractive American man comes to his room for a hookup, but that isn't quite what Romain wanted. Bienvenue all the way from Paris. Benjamin, how are you doing today? I'm fine, thank you. I liked your resume. <laughs> it was really nice. Excellent, excellent. Uh, so I'm going to start on, a, I guess, a bit of a more of a, a serious note. I, I feel like with the proliferation of hookup apps now making casual sex even easier and transactional, do you sort of feel that the act of intimacy is becoming a bit of a lost art? Yeah, I do. Actually, I do. Because I think that, um, well, depends, you know, the for some people, dating apps can be like super nice. I think uh, I have some friends who did found love on it. Actually, some of them are married now and get some friends. Well, um, some some children, not some friends, sorry. <laughs> but for me uh, and for a lot of people I know, it was like really um, strange experience sometimes. It can be like really super easy sex, you know, but it can be you know, you can meet some people and it can be super awkward. And that's what I wanted to talk about. And that's why I wanted to do a kind of um, of a um, uh, digression, you know, and, and put it in a, some, uh, sorry for my English, <laughs> I'm a bit tired. But uh, yeah, yeah, to put it in some strange way, you know, not, not too realistic, but put it in, yeah, to show how, how awkward and strange and, and how it makes you feel uncomfortable, you know, that kind of stuff, because I think it doesn't, it's not normal, you know, before people used to go to the bars and talk and do stuff, but here you, you just meet people you will never talk in the real life, you know, and the way it does change us, I think it's super strange, mm -hmm. because, yeah, you know, there is this direct, well, not everybody does that, but there is this direct, uh, very frontal uh, way of seeing sex, which is uh, kind of new, I think, in the history of humanity. So, um, yeah, I don't know if it, it was your question. Sorry. No. <laughs> I think I that, that's great. Integration. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, when most of a film takes place in a single location, you, you need to make sure that is perfect for your vision. Most of the action in your film yeah. takes place in Romaine's hotel room, which has this beautiful old European style, but it's it's very modernized as well. What was it like making sure that the hotel room that we see was the right one for you? Well, actually, it was really important for me because it was uh, one set, so I had to choose a good one. You know? <laughs> and I wanted something like you didn't knew when when and where, you know, like it was like a parenthèse, uh, you know, like, um, I don't know how you say that in English, actually, um, parenthèse, I'm just going to try to find a translation. Um, it's like something out of time, you know, mm -hmm. um, it's called uh, parenthèse, you say parenthèse too, parenthèse, 
parentheses. Oh, yes. I, I think. Yeah. So I wanted it that way, you know, that it, it can make you feel like you don't know where you are. You don't know when. And uh, that's why I wanted it to be like kind of old, like in the Hitchcock movies, you know, like 60s or 70s um, sets. And um, I liked it, you know, to opposite the really technological and screen stuff, really modern with the old fashioned way. Because I think Roman, for me, is kind of old fashioned way, you know, the way he thinks, the way he speaks, the way he's dressed. And that's why I think it was important and maybe nice to put it in a, that kind of set, you know. I think it was describing him somehow, you know. Mm -hmm. his way he's seeing life and people and um i actually i really like the movies with one set because it makes you concentrate on the on the um, on the actors and uh, on, i mean you can really uh, um look at them you know and see how they're playing because where on where where there when there is a lot of sets you know you don't have time because it's really short to do a movie so you have to concentrate on other stuff but when there is only one set, I mean, I can really focus on the actors and that's what I'm interesting in. But the problem is that you you have to, to be very careful because not to, to show all the time the same thing, you know, because uh, the, the spectator can be bored with the same set all the time. I think it works for a short. I'm not sure it will work for a future one. <laughs> Maybe it did. I mean, some, some movies did it, but yeah. For this shot, I think it was nice, but I tried to make it new for each scene, you know, so you can see by the cinematography that um, at the beginning it's really cold when he enters in the room, it's like very blue. And then each time there is a new character and a new action is getting hotter. So, and more and more uh, surrealistic, you know, because at the end it's like really purple and that kind of very, um, uh, pop uh, colors, which are kind of unreal, you know. And at the end, it's the only real light, the last scene when he wakes up, and it's the only scene we we did like with the real light, so the the light of the day. So yeah, we I think when there is only one set, you really have to be imaginative and try some stuff just to make the the spectator like thinks everything is new, you know. Mm -hmm. Did you scout a lot of hotels to find that one, or did you know that that was the place yeah. you want to film at? Well, actually, I didn't know that have that much that much choice because um, we had the the money of uh, of the region, so it's in the north of France and it's called Reims, and uh, they gave us the money for to to do the movie. Well, it was a part of the budget, so we had to to do the um, the movie in this part you know of uh, of france so i didn't have the choice actually so i had to find a place in this city called Reims. and uh, so i did visit some some places but yeah I, I it it was really hard because it was during the covid so we couldn't like see everything and there was this hotel and they they really they needed money you know because nobody was coming and when I went there, I was like, okay, it's this one. I don't need to to search anymore because all the rooms were like were like this actually. So each room had a theme, and uh, was like this, you know, that kind of uh, old-fashioned way um, uh, decoration and stuff. And uh, I, I I did choose this uh, this room because it was one of the biggest, and I liked the the motif on the 
from the paper, you know, yeah, the wallpaper. Yeah. And I like the fact that it was uh, blue and, and white because on, on the lights, it wasn't, I mean, the colors could be, could live, you know, then if I choose like the red one, <laughs> for example, it would be dead, you know? So yeah, yeah. Uh, but I had a lot of, of luck because uh, that set was exactly what, what I wanted. Well, it was a beautiful, it was a beautiful location. It, it worked perfectly for your film. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, it's it's sort of funny watching your your film as a as a native English speaker myself, where normally the the mm -hmm. sexy mysterious character would be French, but here the roles are reversed with the American yeah. being the exotic character. <laughs> what was the writing process like yeah. in having a character not speak the native language, adding a lost in translation element? I think it was because of the comedy, you know, because I wanted to do it um, not like a 100 person comedy. I wanted it to be half and half, you know, like a dramatic and comedy because sometimes it's like a bit sad. This movie is not just funny, but I think that um, comedy works with opposition. You know, you have to oppose the characters if you want it to be funny. And I think that language can be super, super funny. I mean, when people don't understand each other, it can make, you know, comprehensions and you think you you understand something but he meant something else and i think that roman is that super french cliche you know <laughs> like he's really nervous he's super like um, he like to criticize at the beginning of the movies like this not bitch guy but you know the guy who is never satisfied who is super critical with everybody and uh, i think that i i like to emphasize and, and create this kind of I mean, perfect uh, American guy, you know, like <laughs> you don't know where it comes from, but it's like the cliche, like a bit of Brad Pitt's uh, fantasy. I don't know, but I, I like the idea of bringing the American dream, you know, in this uh, in this bedroom and the kind of guy you could never get in real life, you know. So it's kind of a fantasy. And and I, I like the idea that we don't even know if he's some in the moment of the movie, if it's re really real or not, because he said to Roman, maybe I'm just in your head, you know? So I like this idea, but I think, yeah, the, the difference of languages, I, I like the, I like it actually when I see a movie where, where there are a lot of languages, I like that, but I think it was more comedy stuff at the beginning. And uh, I thought about the idea of making him like uh, Spanish or, or I don't know Chinese, <laughs> like from super far. But mm. I think the 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 good thing with English is that a lot of people get it. So that's why I that's fair. That. <laughs> yeah. And there... I do speak a bit of English. Even I'm super bad right now. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> so You're all okay. good. <laughs> but it was easier for me than Portuguese or Chinese. You know, <laughs> it could have been anyone as long as yeah. they weren't speaking French, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I like yeah, the idea that uh, that Roman, I think that when you, you speak with somebody who doesn't speak your language, you can say things you wouldn't say in your language, you know? Hmm. Which we do get that a couple of times, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's the same stuff that, uh, for me, it's the same idea that uh, having sex with somebody you don't know, you know, um, from an app, I think you can you can say a lot of stuff because you know you won't see them again. And I think it's the same for me that for the language, I think you can really, I don't know why, but I think it's kind of mechanical. I don't know, but yeah, maybe it's because 
they they speak different language, so you you feel comfortable somehow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, there's this sexy and tender scene where this American stranger plays some music uh, to cut the tension and the awkwardness that uh, that they feel. And it's a song called uh, Blue Sound Noir by Aaron. I apologize, my French is terrible. Uh, was this a song that you knew during <laughs> the writing process or was it one that you found afterwards? Well, actually, um, the moment I heard this song, I was like, okay, this is a song. I mean, because I knew I wanted something a bit sexy, a bit like a pop, synth, synth pop, you know, like um, a bit dark too. And uh, I was like, I don't know when I was writing it, writing the movie, I, I didn't really didn't know what to put it as a music. And yeah, since the moment I heard this song, I was like, okay, this is the one. And the, the thing I like most about this song, even if I love the melody and stuff, is that it's half English and half French. So um, it was perfect for the movie. And I like the way it grows, you know, because uh, at the beginning it's like super slow, then there is a voice and then it's growing up and up and up and up. And I think for the kiss, it was just perfect. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was like the hotel when I, when I heard it, it was like, okay, this is the one. <laughs> so after we had to, we had to get the, the rights, you know, from the, from the band and from the, the label, the label. And we did get it. So it was super nice because Aaron is a bit of uh, famous in France. So I was super happy. They said yes. It's kind of my favorite band actually right now. So oh, nice. yeah, I was super happy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. There's always a, a certain element of uh, of luck and magic that goes on when you when you're trying to create yeah. a film. Exactly. And I was so scared because I said if they say no, I don't know what I'm going to put instead, you know. Because <laughs> for me it was just this one. So except like making a kind of uh, the same song, but not with the same artist, you know, but for me, it was just this same and this stuff. Everything was perfect for me in this song. So. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Your film deals with themes of, of sex and intimacy, relationships, and includes your actors being in various states of nudity throughout the film and performing sex yeah. acts. What was it like ensuring that you got what you needed uh, performance-wise from your actors while allowing them to be comfortable with their characters? Well, um, I was super honest since uh, since the castings. I, I said everything to them. I mean, they read the script, of course, but uh, you know, when they are when you write some script about sex, you 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 can say stuff like uh, they are having sex, so everybody can figure something. You know, even if you say with passion or stuff like that. I mean, for some people, having sex with passion is different. You know, from each one of us. So um, since the castings, I told them what I wanted. And what I didn't want it. And I think the more you want from your, your actors, the more you have to be precise um, since the beginning, you know. So that's why on the casting, um, I began di directly with the scene <laughs> of the spank, you know, in the beginning of the spanking, because I knew that from there, if the actors said no, it, it wouldn't be possible for me to do the, the short movie with them, you know. So it was kind of, out to begin with that, I, I do know that, but for me, it was really important because I do prefer to be sure before, you know, the movie than during the movie, because it make it can make, actually I had a problem with that because, um, so for me, it was since the beginning, it was Shane, you know, the, the American uh, actor uh, for him, but for the French actor, even if I, I love uh, Baptiste, there was another comedian 
we were thinking about to to be the main character and uh i did figure it out during the the castings that for him the six scenes with another guy would be complicated but at first he didn't told us that you know so each time we saw him again he was like yeah yeah it's okay it's okay i, I can do it i can do it but each time I, I saw that he was feeling more and more and more uncomfortable and so at the end i told him you know it's for for me it's important in the movie that there is some sex in so if you can't i prefer to not continue with you mm -hmm. but i think honesty is the most important thing for sex scenes. Mm -hmm. i mean if, if you if you try to lie to your comedians it won't work you know you have to be super transparent with them since the beginning mm -hmm. i think that's the key yeah and then yeah, and uh, even between them, you know, because uh, the um, kind of threesome uh, part, you know, um, it was the first day of Daphne, so the <laughs> the the woman, uh, the yeah, the, the young lady, and so she told since the beginning, she told the comedians what they could do and what they couldn't do, you know, with her, and I just let her speak, you know, it was her, her part, not mine, so I just listened to what they, she wanted to to do or not. And they did respect it. So I think it's, yeah, the main stuff is to listen. Because they were they were not, uh, we didn't have a coordinator of intimacy. I think that's the word uh, on the set. So I think I was the <laughs> coordinator. <laughs> I think it was me. But I, I really tried to respect them. So to listen to them. And when I, when I saw it was too much, I said, stop and, you know, I think I, I was really lucky because uh, the actors were super implicated <laughs> every every single part of the movie and including the sex scenes. So yeah, for them, it was not that much a big deal, actually. It was, you know, it was really easier actually to shoot the the sex screens than the scenes, sorry, than the dance one, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know why, but the dance scenes, it was so long to shoot. <laughs> Wow. It took us like maybe yeah, half a day, maybe one day to do it. And then the same scenes were super easy, actually. So, yeah. Interesting. That's very interesting. Um, yeah. I, I believe this is your, your second short film after 2018's Parental Consent. I won't, once again, I won't butcher the French title. Uh, I want to know, what did you learn about yourself and the art of filmmaking that helped you make this new film, Beautiful Stranger? Hmm, that's a tough question. Um, I think that uh, in the in the first one, maybe I was too too sensitive with the content because it was a bit of my it's not it was my story, but I mean the conflict between the mother and the the young lady was kind of my own, you know. It, even if it's super. Uh, romance side and it's really more fictional than my own story but I think I was too implicated in it so I couldn't some sometimes not for all the the movie but sometimes I couldn't um, make uh, you know uh, distance with what I lived and what I'm what I was seeing so yeah and I think so for the second short yeah I tried to be more distantial with it and uh, maybe to be, even if it's super hard, to be more, um, uh, to try more things with comedians. 
So each time I try to, you know, add different versions of the of same scene because uh, I think for parental advisory, I, I was more like, uh, yeah, I like that. So let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. And when I was doing the editing, I just saw that it was the same stuff every time, you know, <laughs> so I was like, shit, even if I liked what I got, I think that you have to, you have to have a lot of different uh, possibilities for the editing. So for this one, I really tried yeah, to, to do a lot of different stuff for everything. Mm -hmm. So for the comedians, it's what we, it was really hard because they were like, yeah, but uh, you, you just told me that like <laughs> one second later and now, now I have to do it completely different. I was like, yeah, but I need it for my editing. So do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, I really tried that. And it's super hard. It's super hard because, you know, you want to get the perfect uh, moment. So you, you, a lot of directors, I think, wants to get the, the moment. So they, they just repeat it again and again and again and again. But sometimes it's just nice to try different stuff, I think. Did that help you more in the editing process when you were giving them different directions yeah. and ways to play the scenes? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. So sometimes we had like so, uh, really, really bad stuff, like super bad. I was like, why did I ask them <laughs> to do that? <laughs> I don't understand myself. But you have a lot of good surprises too. And the, actually, the only scenes I don't like in the movie, because there are some, of course, uh, are the ones I didn't uh, ask them to do differently. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and maybe, maybe the last stuff I would say is like, yeah, so it's kind of the same of, this, of the first idea of letting go a bit, you know. I think that I tried to really, really enjoy it because it was a comedy, you know. So um, when you're a director, you try to 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 give an ed an, an energy. <laughs> Sorry, so hard for us to say. Um, so it was a comedy, so it was supposed to be feeling good movie. So I tried to be super in the same mood, you know, of the movie. So even if we were tired because everything was set on night. I asked it for the production because I wanted, you know, I think that when you're setting a movie, when you're doing a movie by night, the the spirit is different than during the day and you are faking it, you know, with uh, lights and stuff. So I really wanted it to take place in the night. So we only did nights, actually. So this, the um, team was super, super tired. So they hated me. But uh, <laughs> the good thing is I tried to be always in the same mood and super energetic and super happy and so yeah i tried to be the mood of the movie you know that's so good. maybe that yeah maybe that's something i didn't do in the first one i think i was just too concentrated all the time so actually the first one is super dramatic so maybe it's good i didn't do that <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. uh i i'd love to know what comes next both for for you as a filmmaker and your film beautiful stranger uh, actually, Beautiful Stranger is like his second half year now of festival. So I think it's kind of the beginning of the end. Okay. Uh, it's still uh, it's still in some um, we we still did uh, some in inscriptions um, here and there, you know, in some festivals. But yeah, I think we are already like thirty or so festivals, so which is good for a short movie because uh, my first one actually. Did that did that less festival that, than this one, 
but uh, it really worked in the US actually. <laughs> um, it had a lot of selections in the US and everywhere around the world, not in France. I don't know why we're, <laughs> we're stupid in France, I think so. <laughs> so They're lost. But it didn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really didn't really work in France, but it worked all around the world. So I'm happy about that. So yeah, maybe we will we'll have some surprises again. I don't know, maybe. And um, and for the rest of um, of me <laughs> of my career, uh, right now I'm um, I'm working on my first uh, future future movie. Uh, so yeah, it's a bit of art because uh, I'm writing it. So I, for the moment, I don't have producers yet. So I'm trying to find some, and uh, I'm trying to do uh, writing residencies. I don't know if you have this in Canada, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm trying to apply to some writing residencies just to not write all alone, you know. Yes. It, it, it can be super painful and <laughs> and super hard to do it alone. So um, yeah, I'm doing this right now. I'm hesitating to do another shot. Uh, I don't really know because I think uh, I did what I had to do. So um, I mean, the first shots I did were or exactly what I wanted to do with shorts. So I'm not sure right now I want to do it again, but it takes time to make movies. So maybe I, I will have to until I can do my, my feature one, you know? Well, that's but very I think shorts can... Yeah, <laughs> but I think shorts can, can be nice to, to try stuff you won't try in feature ones. Hmm. Because I think that the more, the more expensive the movie is, the less you can try stuff. So um, shorts, shorts are expensive, but I mean you can you can do them even if you don't have a lot of money. Then uh, feature one, it's hard to make feature one without a lot of money. So, and producers can be super super boring, you know. <laughs> they want some stuff and not other ones. So when you want to try stuff, when you want to be a bit original, they're like, why do you want to do that? <laughs> so, so yeah, it can be a nice area to try some stuff i think short movies so maybe i'll do another one i don't know right <laughs> now i don't have any ideas for a short one but maybe i'm yeah i'm super into my my feature one and uh it's super hard to write actually a feature one so uh right now i'm really into it and finger crossed i will have a writing residency so it can help excellent well, we'll have to keep an eye out for that um, but yeah. if people want to learn more about you or your film, what are, what are the best places to go? Oh, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I don't know because I'm super bad at my, uh, social media. I have to, I have to, to work on that, but you know, it's kind of a work, like an entire work to, 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 to do a social media. I mean, uh, before it didn't exist. I mean, before it was just. You do your movie, it does exist during one or two years, and that's it, you know? But I think uh, I should have done a um, professional Instagram since the beginning. I didn't, so it's still my my uh, fucking Instagram with my face and stuff. So I should, uh, I should be, erase everything and do another one about my movies. But I, I think I'll, I'll try to make it more professional, like really soon. It's one of my, you know, uh, good... Um, uh, Resolution of 2023, so I have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Much like uh, how, how 
Much like how dating is now done through apps, making movies is now done yeah. through social media. <laughs> well, it's changing really fast, you know. Yes. And I'm still young, so I'm scared of the of the future. <laughs> I don't have TikTok, but yeah, I have Instagram and and Facebook. So I think it's the main two two places you can you can find my work. So um, my, actually, my Facebook is just about my movies because I think that Facebook right now isn't working that much, you know, in the world. So I just post stuff on my movies. But yeah, my Instagram, I have to, I have to make it professional, like for real. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think that's the two places where you can find my work. So yeah. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk thank with you. me and for the festival goers. It's really nice. Thank you so much. I hope they they will get it because my my English is too bad today. I'm so sorry. You're you're fine. Uh, but if you, you haven't already, uh, make sure you check out Beautiful Stranger now playing uh, at the Academy of Death Racers Festival, which is running until January 22nd. Beautiful Stranger is in competition for the Best LGBTQ Plus Short Film Award, and additionally is eligible for the Audience Award, which can be voted on by anyone attending the festival. Details will follow for ticket holders, and more information can be found at aodr.net. Thank you. Mm -hmm.